1: That's pretty good. 1-0 on the season. The Raptors win. I'm Samson Folk. This is the Raptors Reaction Podcast. Just as a heads up, the podcast you're about to hear is a little bit all over the place. It's a little bit jumbled up. Sometimes the audio gets a little bit spotty. It was a live recording of Raptors Republic's big um, live party for opening night. And so we had like 10 or 12 people come through and discuss the team, their thoughts on opening night. And all in the euphoria of a win. And it was a really cool opportunity to be able to do that. A big part of Raptors Republic is the community, the basketball community, the Raptors community within Toronto. So these things are a really cool opportunity for us. The quality of the reaction podcast for this night, a little bit lower. But so much fun to do and such a blessing to be able to talk basketball with everybody. I'm Samson Folk. It'll be, you know, regularly scheduled programming going forward. Um, with the, the high-quality audio. A cool opportunity. Glad to do it. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, bye-bye. Okay,
2: we're alive. Hey, that's pretty good. The wow. Raptors, they win their home opener, their season opener, 97-94 to 94 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, we are here at the Raptors Republic Live Party. There's a lot more people over there. There's some people over there. Um, we had prizes. We had a whole bunch of stuff going on. It was a total blast. The Raptors played classic Eastern Conference basketball, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they hardly scored in the half court. They ran a ton in transition. They played excellent defense, walking down, you know, a premier talent in Anthony yep. Edwards, hanging in, you know, with Rudy Gobert, with Carl Anthony Towns, as an undersized team relative to the Wolves, especially the starting lineup. Um, tough shooting nights from a bunch of guys, but you had the will of Pascal to hit shots late. You had Dennis Schroeder, excellent throughout, just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And Scotty Barnes, even though the shooting numbers aren't good throughout the game, just defense and pushing the team forward. Yes. It was incredible. I'm joined by obviously Trevon Heath currently. We're going to be talking to some viewers and uh, you can obviously hear in the background, but holy moly, we're here. That was, like, an absolute blast, man. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, anything else, anything to add currently? I think this
3: they just show the recipe of how they need to win. I think yep. with some of the constraints they have, like the half court is going to be an uphill battle all season. We saw that tonight. And if they're able to get out in transition, they have tons of athletes that's going to apply pressure to teams. Yep. Guys like Precious, Pascal, OG, Scotty, as, like, the conductor of that yep. really showed up – they can put points in bunches if they play defense. And I really like the major adjustments I've kind of seen from the preseason to from last season is Scotty has been the low man a lot more than you saw last year where he was oftentimes asked to be the lead point of attack defender and kind of put him in weird situations. As the low man, he's able to use his instincts, use his length, and it caused tons of problems and saved the Raptors tons of points in a game that really could have swung either
2: either way in the second half. Okay. So, this was a terrific game. Here we have one of our prize winners. How yeah, you doing, man? So uh, I'm great. What a what a, what a night! Yeah, like,
0: you guys put on a great show. Uh, you guys make incredible content, and uh, I'm really proud to be a subscriber now. And uh, I, I, you guys make my day better. So
2: hey, man, appreciate. But you watched the game. What yeah, you think did. of the
0: game, man? Uh, defense and transition. That's how the Raptors are going to win games this year. Yep. Uh, uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch. I, I like the product so far, and we'll see. Any
2: uh, any standout performances?
0: Um, I got to give it to Scotty for kind of filling up the box score, yes, even man. though he didn't have like the greatest scoring game. Yep. I just think he impacted the game on so many levels, and uh, yep. I want to see more of it.
2: Yeah, and shooter, the new guy.
0: And he shooter. Came there. Apparently, he can hit catch and shoot threes. So
2: he was incredible. He yeah.
0: went four of eight. Yeah. Like, and and, and Siakam hitting big threes in the, in the second half. like, that's right. To put the game at a reach. So, yeah, like maybe this team will su- su- uh, surprise some people. I hope so.
2: I think a lot of people I know, a lot of the viewers were saying that they're going to um, beat the over-under. I think that's a given. They will yeah. do that. But yeah. as far as competing at the next level, making like a compelling case for a playoff team, I think that they'll probably have the juice to hang around there. I, I agree, yeah. yeah.
0: And a, a new offense with some like fresh ideas and some new principles to create yeah. advantages that will put guys in positions to be even like more efficient and more successful in offense yeah. combined with the top 10, maybe top 5 defense. Yep. That's the uh, that's the key this year. I sure.
2: mean, top 1 after tonight. Yeah, you, know, exactly. you, hold, you hold them to 94 points. <laughs> yeah. um, just yeah. while we have you, yeah. the, the scarf, you want to show it off? This was one of the yeah. prizes we so, gave away.
0: I'm assuming it's merino wool of something of high quality. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and I'm going to add it to my Raptors collection memorabilia. Hell yeah. Yeah. St.
2: Patty's Day scarf.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, brother. Hey. Yeah, so good. Hey. Thanks a lot,
2: yeah, of course. Thanks for uh, no right hand for the handshake. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. So, um, some people are saying that uh, the stream is laggy, which is uh, not great. But regardless, we're here to talk. We got Jamar. Another prize winner. Jamar, take the mic, sir. Let's go. Sure, sure. What did you think of the game, first and foremost?
4: Uh, I like the defense, Scotty especially, on the weak side. Got a lot of spectacular blocks yeah. there. A um, Little bit of a trend so far, in, like even in the preseason, where the offense starts out a little bit slow. Uh, Gary was good. A little bit, in a little bit, the, bit closer, oh, okay. closer. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now?
2: Okay. Yeah, 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 you're good.
4: <laughs> Gary was good in uh, preseason coming out. Uh, yep. This game was a little bit quiet. Uh, Shooter ca- came up big in the second half. Pascal hitting above the break, break threes. If you mm-hmm. can do that, you know, th- throughout the season, that that's huge. Made a couple clutch ones. Um, but yeah, we're for the at least for the, for the little first bit of the season. This is going to be a defensive team. Got out in transition because that's how they kind of started this game offensively, like trying to get into a rhythm where. Um, what was it Precious had like three fast break dunks yep. in the first quarter, so that's what kind of got everything going.
2: But let's let's stay on Precious then. So Precious, three lobs. He's on the the you know the positive end. He, he gets like if you want to pull up the box score, he gets uh he gets on the right side of a lot of rebounds. As far as like keeping the Raptors in it in a slow start, Jakob was in an awkward you know space to kind of start this game. Yes he's yes he's playing his role, but also like Gobert is huge. Cats huge, the Raptors, their offense, they're it's playing slow matchup. in transition. They're also not getting anything in the half court. Yeah. Precious comes in, kind of changes the complexion of the front court. What do you make about this game and how it forecasts his role going forward?
4: Well, de- like, like I said, he's definitely gonna be big in transition. Yep. Um, in terms of um offensively in half court. I feel yeah. like he's still a little bit of a wild card Yeah, we're going to have to figure out a, I mean he's going to himself he's going to have to figure out a lot with that as well um, I'm still hoping and praying for that three point shot at the second half of the 22 season to come yeah. back remember when like I think it was a game against Philly where he just
3: yep.
4: ran from full court and pulled yep. for three if he can ever get that three point shot back that opens up a lot because the Raptors have spacing issues as it is
3: I think the fluidity is there you saw in that one relocation three off of Gary he was yeah, able yeah. to get his feet set yeah. good form
4: if he can um, do do something's cutting that would help as well. Yep. Um, I feel like there's a couple of possessions where he didn't want to shoot, especially when it was close in the paint. Because I mean shooting trying to like finish over Colbert and yeah that's I mean like that's pretty much a 2 and tower situation. That's pretty tough.
2: 42 combined points from Dennis Shooter, OG and anobi. I was wondering what was going to happen with Pascal, with Scotty, with OG, yeah. these guys who have been having awkward times trying to run offense and fit in fluidly in the preseason. OG, it turns out, just run out in transition and shoot the threes that come to you. And the Raptors, they were creating enough threes. It's just a matter of, like, if they have the guys who are going to hit them tonight, even though it's a low-scoring affair, they hit enough threes to get by. I think somebody said 40%. I'm not sure if that was actually what they pulled in this game. Let's see. From three? Yeah. So they shot 40%. 44% Forty-four percent on above the break threes. That's insane. This is huge news yeah. for what the Raptors are trying to do. What do you make of OG?
5: Come,
3: on. come in. On. 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 Uh, from from OG, he's going to be one of the most important players on the team, just simply for allowing us to have some sort of space. You s- I see like differences They're They're bringing him off of more pin downs, allowing him to get more active in the in, in actions where he's rolling downhill. You didn't see as much success, but we're also playing a team where they're a type of matchup you're going to see once or twice a year, where they have two seven footers who are yep. both both stars in the league. So I think it bodes really well, and i I like some of I like some of the chemistry that him and Scotty both have together. With him throwing the ball down low to OG, yep. I think he's going to be able to eat a lot of points in
2: in those areas. Were we surprised by how often the Raptors kept going to the rim? despite facing, like, a ton of size on the inside? Were you guys surprised by that at all?
4: Uh, no, because the, the shooting is still kind of hit or miss. They they, they made some above the break today. But in most cases, I would still think they're bottom tier in terms of, like, actual space in the floor and shooting. So oh, this, they, they, yeah, they were. Yeah. I mean,
2: the, the half-court offense yeah, was exactly, terrible. Exactly. So, so it
4: doesn't surprise me that they would try and go at – and honestly – I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Gobert is what he used to be defensively in terms of rip protection.
6: He was... He, was awesome.
2: he erased, like, six layups. But there's and not he a, had a lot of Rudy
6: Gobert. Right? There's only one Rudy Gobert right now. So if they keep attacking, yeah. if they keep attacking the way they're attacking, who else is going to guard him? It was, it was a big
2: that. deal that Scotty got to the line early. Like, that was a huge deal.
4: I'm talking more based on like a, on a reputation being. Sure, sure. Like, sure. he doesn't have, I don't think he, uh, he brings the same fear... Not like at attacking all. Him as he did like not an at all. Defensive player to your year, years in Utah, so that's why I'm not totally surprised that they would go out after him. And if, hey, if you he, um, he redirect shots, you redirect shots. But they were going to go at him regardless. So that's kind of what I meant.
2: I'm I was impressed the fact that they went at it because it's not only is it like very tight in there, but it's tight in the way that like you, as you said, Precious was hesitant to go back up. Yeah. He blocked Siakam on two of those spins. The one was like definitely a goaltend. Definitely. But he changed like five shots just on those types of like coming from the weak side, let alone just sitting and drop and changing how the Raptors try to attack, filtering the ball out to the corner for a reset. And the Raptors, to their credit, had like this indomitable will to keep getting downhill, to keep pressuring. And obviously the rim numbers, these are juiced because they were in transition. For anybody listening at home, oh my God, the Raptors, they were in transition 17.1% of the time last season. Tonight, I think it was 25% of their possessions were in transition. Getting a quarter of your possessions in transition would be like an NBA record. It probably won't happen all the time, but this level of running out is exactly why they were able to pull away and win by three. Yes, there's late shot making by Siakam from the three. Yes, Schroeder was fantastic to finish, and Scotty pushed them throughout. But, man, super, super impressive. Jamar, you won a prize tonight. Show it off. Show it off.
4: We got this little uh. Teddy bear here it says, uh, from the Build-A-Bear. A Workshop. Build-A-Bear, a Build-A-Bear so Raptor, zero, Teddy. Back, uh, maybe this bear was a big uh, Eric Montrose fan. <laughs> uh, I, I can't remember
5: any other Raptor
4: wearing double zero. I think there might have only been one. So, yeah, you got. it's got to be Eric Montrose because, look, not the old school 2000 Raptors uni uh, here, so it's a purple raptor. A lot of fans want purple back in the scheme. They keep coming out with the OVO stuff, with the black and gold. You know, not not a big
5: fan
2: of that. So uh, we want the purple. Getting a little bit more purple. Today. So we have another member here, Mike. Hello, hello, hello. You, you won. You won a little
6: something tonight too. Yes, I did. I won a very nice gray raptors hat. Kind of that old school Bosch when. Josh was killing the game with Jose yeah, yeah. Calderon and everybody else. But I like it. I, I, I had to play uh spell the the, the, the name of yeah, yeah. OG Ananobi, which I almost failed that, but with Samson's help I kinda aced <laughs> it there. So it was pretty good. Andrew Nemhard. Andrew Nemhard. Who was the wow, third? One. The third one was Nemhard and who was the third one? Oh
2: my gosh, I forgot that one.
6: I don't remember I was, who it was. I know it was Nembhard because of the King content, but But that while was good. we have, while we have you
2: here, the game. Like, yeah, you're a guy wearing a Raptors hat. You got a Raptors hat. That Hey, that's perfectly, that's serendipitous, yes, man. Yes, but yes. you watch a ton of the Raptors. What did you think of the game tonight?
6: It was a good game. Overall, I I felt like I really wanted to see Pascal kind of go go kind of crazy, but I've always wanted that. I didn't want to look just go Pascal Pascal. But one thing you noticed already was the ball movement. 27 okay. assists with 36 points. It's consistent with, uh, with the way this team is. And that's what, you know, Darko wants to do. He wants the ball movement, and that's what we saw
2: today. I think one of the most impressive was Anthony Edwards was, this was late in the fourth quarter, pressing up on Schroeder. Schroeder does a half spin, gets downhill. At the same time, they run OG off a double drag out of the corner. Schroeder filters to the dunker spot. OG comes off. One dribble goes up to rise up, finds Schroeder down at the dunker spot, lay up late in the game. Great ball movement. Great player movement and featuring none of the Raptors stars. Right, like it didn't go through Siakam, it didn't go through Barnes, it didn't go through Pirtle. It was team movement, team basketball, and really great decision making. Like I think that's a just a great summation of how they got some of the in between points tonight. Exactly. Dennis Schroder had twenty two points. You he, he killed it. He left.
6: I league. did not remember him scoring twenty two <laughs> points, but he did it. Yeah, it was the threes. He, he went down to transition like. He went down Three the layups up.
2: downhill. The one off of Gobert too. Yeah. Like, did
6: you take the most
2: shots? No, I think uh, yeah, Scotty did probably. Yeah. I think Siakam took fourteen or fifteen. Scotty yeah, was, was fifteen or
6: sixteen. Very even. I-, I think him and I think Schroeder had eighteen shots. Pascal had eighteen shots, and then yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, we have a we have a comment. Dennis taking seventeen shots is a bit much. I agree, it, on the whole, as far as like, shooter, especially yes. in the first half had a lot of the basketball and the Raptors, like in the half court, they scored 72 points for under possessions in the half court for anybody who hated last year's half court offense. It was 94.9, like way better tonight was terrible yeah. as far as the half court and Schroeder had too much of the ball early on, but Schroeder, to his credit took the open threes that came to him. Didn't really, well, he forced it late. Actually he had that one pull up. He, he missed a couple shots late. I think objectively, a little too much shooter. I think that does make sense, but also you win by three points. You score less than 100 points. You can't turn your nose up at anybody taking shots, man. You just gotta get buckets. And he was the one. He was applying pressure, like rim, like paint touches. He went four of eight from downtown. I I love shooter's performance. Of course, he's gonna. There are gonna be opportunities for him to dial it back. Yeah. There course. will be matchups that don't clog the paint with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns that Siakam and Barnes are gonna have easier times against. So shooter tonight, I loved him, man. I thought he made, like had a hell of a first impression. Yeah.
3: It, was, it was a good change. Um, a lot of these possessions that you saw in transition last year, we just simply weren't going to convert them. With we had lack of athletes at, in the, at the guard spot, and he's able to turn the corner, get downhill, and score in in ways that really helped out the offense. Especially when Scotty is all about pushing the pace, getting downhill, having a guy like him, you know, that can score in those positions is super helpful.
2: Okay. I know everybody wants to hear us talk about Scotty Barnes. I want to talk about Scotty Barnes. Yep. Trey, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yep. I've been talking about this since December 10th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Barnes plays the New York Knicks. Yes. He plays the low man. He has like a glut of blocks. He rebounds out of the ball. The Raptors win like 93 to 89 or 90. He was so fantastic tonight. We were kind of expecting this because of how he did in the preseason. They played him lower in the defense. He yep. was a real defensive playmaker, both in the pick and roll and as a help side guy. Two steals. Five, five blocks. blocks. Five. And here's the thing too. Gambles sometimes, but healthy gambles. Yep. He like he just didn't really miss. Now, five blocks, typically when it goes the other way, you say, Well, the you know, the wolves they rebounded a lot of their own misses. But there's no correlation in my mind. The Wolves were doing it on the mismatches. Scotty, low in the defense, managed to help protect the rim, help keep guys out of the paint, and help close out possessions. Yep. Yes, he stepped out on Ant. He made some mistakes on the perimeter. But as far as, like, being a low man stepping up to dissuade guys from driving lanes, as far as being a low man who's a defensive playmaker in a lane or blocking us to the rim, oh, my God. Is anybody, like, is this, like, I've been waiting for this. This is all I've wanted. This is...
4: Sorry. And we you saw, bad. like you said, we saw some of this coming in preseason, especially the games, I think Yak missed two games, and Scotty did a lot of, uh, played a lot of the big role in preseason, so, playing lower down and, and helping, especially on the weak side, yep. we saw a lot of that coming.
3: Yep. So, we've been talking about it for a year, we saw games, come on. We saw, any every, Whoever wants to come in, come in. Go we, ahead. We saw games where, like, they played Dallas, for example, where he's playing Luka Doncic 35 feet out, and it's just a waste of his talents. His, his big keys are his length and his defensive instincts. When he's a low man, he is allowed to use those instincts to bust yes. plays and actually spark the team in transition where you saw today. And then his length just dissuades you from getting to the rim. He's making plays that, while Jakub's a very good positional defender, Scotty can make those splash plays that helps the
2: team actually lower, lower the... Well, the... The big thing is that Scotty, like everybody should probably remember from his, his draft workout tape, is like the Raptors are running through him through that, like catch and go up, catch and go up, catch and go up. Really yeah. quick jumper. Super good. That's like the number one attribute for a, a shot blocker. Because yeah. you don't have to work on timing guys up as much if you can get up quickly. And you have length. He's slow turning his hips. He's not that quick sliding with guys on the perimeter. Yeah. But as far as like darting around and using his length on the inside, they're leaning into so much of what makes there's him strength, impressive. Yep. I'm
4: just reading a couple of the comments. and um, There's a lot of questions about Boucher. And
2: That's I, Okay, a quick thing on Boucher. So I suspect tonight, the reason why Boucher wasn't in the game, Malachi played a healthy amount of minutes, right? The Raptors needed more shooting they were willing to bet that Jalen McDaniels was going to provide more shooting than Boucher and also Boucher as far as a matchup against Gobert and and Pat, if you're going to play a guy who can get bumped around by them, play a guy who might give you a little bit extra ball handling, play a guy who might give you a little bit extra shooting. So I think this was just the way that the, the rotation worked out tonight. He's not injured. I don't think he's out of the rotation. I think this was Darko who's playing a team that's pretty deep playing the guys who made sense tonight. Cody, Raptors Republic. Hey, yeah. This is a guy who everyone used to get used to seeing Cody, hearing his thoughts. He's with Raptors Republic this year. What do you think about the game, man? Uh, hey, first
7: game of the season, a bit sloppy, but Raptors got a dub. I uh, wasn't able to really catch what you guys when been talking about. It's loud in here, but I wanted to ask you guys about uh, Darko's big man rotation. is closing the game for the Raptors. Yak on the bench. Boucher getting a DNP thoughts on that. It was a shock to me to see Precious.
2: Precious is the future for anybody (laughs) who's wondering. He's
3: nice.
7: Uh,
3: I I think I I enjoyed it because Precious offers a bit more athleticism. You can deny ball a lot more. Even with Jakob on the floor, the the Wolves were able to get a lot of offensive rebounds and you lack the speed to really spark those
2: transition possessions with with Jakob on the floor and then obviously with the free throw shooting. And here's a big part too. You saw that Anthony Edwards, a big part of his offense yeah. is getting, like, wiggling into a spot because you're playing lock and trail defense at yeah. the point of attack around screens. Like, Ant started out hot as hell yeah. in the first quarter. He was guarded by OG. Yeah. But if you're getting screened off of a guy, he's going to cook anyway. Putting Precious in at the five to compete with them at the point of attack means if he gets that edge, you switch it. And then you can do a veerback switch to get back into the situation and help things out if you want. But it's just he provides for this matchup that type of flexibility that Jakob would would have had trouble with, I think, is the big thing. And he was awesome, man. He's catching yep. loves. Yeah, yeah. He's running out. He's helping out on the glass. This this was like a dream for us. We've yeah. been talking about Precious for a long time, man. We've been talking about him rolling to the rim
3: and being an, an active vertical threat for probably two or three years now. I think what was really interesting in the half court, they were using him at, at the high post a lot in a similar role that like, Jakob Although the Raptors don't have the same type of shooting where you can run a split action and utilize his his athleticism in yep. dribble handoffs, I do like the fact that he's getting the opportunity to make decisions. Because if he sees a big that he can go against, which most bigs he probably can, Rudy Gobert's is an anomaly. but
2: this, this is a big thing. It's yeah. like having these preset decisions, right? Is yeah. that you can see precious... Last year, if he gets the ball on the 18 feet from the basket, he might dribble it out and try and do something. You can see tonight. Clearly, it's if the ball is in Jakob's hands, if the ball is in Precious's hands, maybe even Jalen McDaniels, Scotty Pascal, whoever's in the corner, you lift. We're initiating a dribble handoff. If it's Chicago or if it's Miami action, who cares? You're coming out of the corner. We're trying to get middle, and we're going to keep sh- sh- shifting the floor, trying to get Rudy and Kat. Moving in the middle of the defense, maybe a slip opens up. I just, some of the decisions that he was having trouble identifying have become easier for him. He has a more linear path to making positive plays. And obviously, he still has like that little bit of star pop. He's able to do special things on the floor. Like Trey mentioned it earlier, it wasn't, it was like relocating after the roll. He noticed they packed the paint, so he backpedals to the corner. And he was open for three. It didn't drop in, but the footwork was great. The timing was great. There's just a lot of positive things for Precious tonight. I thought he was tremendous. So do you guys read into
7: anything with the Chris Boucher DNP? Uh, I mean, was just chalking up to early season rotation, figuring out, like, McDaniels was in there quite a bit tonight. What do you guys make of that?
2: I think, yeah.
3: A lot of it, I think, has to do with matchups. Yeah. Yeah. Boucher against Cat and Gobert is really tough. And obviously, with the Raptors just like having no source of shooting, you need to have a guy like McDaniel's, guys like Malachi that can offer some sort of spacing.
2: Yeah, it's um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to the games where Chris Boucher is going to be a game changer because there's going to be some of them. Like Jalen McDaniel's is in this game because the Raptors want a little bit more pop at the point of attack. I think he struggled at the point of attack, quite frankly, but that's what they want. And as far as like having a bit more shooting on the floor, they obviously felt better about Jalen as opposed to Chris. But there's gonna be games where Chris is gonna have like fourteen and ten off the bench. Like you can bet on it now. He'll have he'll have his time.
4: Since we're talking about rotation players, I'm trying to figure out how or when or if Otto Porter Jr. gets into rotation, how that role is gonna pan out.
2: Otto is a tough one. Yeah. He's I don't know if there's practice tomorrow. They haven't announced anything yet. I don't have the the Raptors' PO. Oh wait, wait. So the Raptors practice tomorrow. Um, I will likely ask about Otto, or somebody will, and then we'll get um, we'll get quite a bit of uh, info, I'm sure. But I think it's um, I think it's probably just mostly to do with conditioning. Like he has to get back into the swing of things, and you know, he didn't play for a long time. He had a lot of time off. Yep. And he had complications with his toe. He's just getting back into it. So I think that's mostly it. The blonde boy, he missed the <laughs> little jelly layup. Yep. We got like two and a half minutes of Grady Dick. Does anybody have a Grady Dick take?
4: I do, actually. Okay. It has nothing to do with the games. I mean, the, the tonight's game. Sure. Uh, I was looking on Twitter, and MLSD was, well,
8: the
2: security was throwing oh, yeah. out all
4: the Grady signs. Basically, well, they weren't throwing out
2: the Grady signs. They were throwing out the dick signs. <laughs>
4: yeah, they are throwing out the dick signs. And a lot of them that I saw that were thrown out were pretty regular. So, hello, can you let fans actually cheer for their rookie? Like, come on. Like
2: if if you're going to take away their sign, you better have, like, an 8-foot-large Grady face to give them yeah. to, like, hold up. Yeah. Like, if you're going to take something away... You have to give them a substitute. That's my MLSE thing, and I don't know if they, I don't know if they did. I saw a few great. I saw like six Grady faces in the audience I see that. for the live podcast. So, anyway, hey, we're back, and we're back. All right, I do
7: have a Grady thought. Um, yeah, let's go. He only played two to three minutes, but. One thing I noticed in the preseason, uh, we've all said it, he's more than a shooter. Like even tonight, making yep. back cuts, like late uh, baseline cut. He, he had a, a strong
2: side yes, baseline yes. cut. Yes, yes, really
7: good. Yeah. Uh, I think he also got an assist on the board in the two minutes. So he does a whole bunch of little things that I don't think a lot of people see. And yep. when that shot's hitting, like he eventually could be an actual rotation play for the Raptors this year.
2: I'm really looking forward to when Grady gets all the reps necessary, gets the conditioning. Slowly puts on like a bit more weight up top. You know, fleet of foot, I don't know if that's something he's adding, but he reads the game at such a high level. He can shoot it at such a high level. Once he's ready to like night in and night out, I think he's going to be such a strong player. Like, well worth a lottery pick. I thought the Raptors, they got really lucky that he fell to them. I thought he was much better than 13th overall. So I'm looking forward to that in the future. For now, it's a deep team. Chris Boucher. Is a good bench player. He didn't even get minutes. Yeah. They, they were able to juggle guys. They are able to make it happen. People are definitely thinking about Malachi. Let's talk about Malachi Flynn. He hit the big three. He had some progressive downhill reads. But also, there are some plays that didn't go so well. Does anybody have any Malachi thoughts? Hell yeah. Come on, Mike. Bring us home, Mike. Here's
6: the thing with Malachi. I need fans to be patient. Be patient. Because we gotta think about last year with Nick Nurse. I don't think the confidence was there with Malachi. I think with Darko, he's providing him a little bit more confidence. He's gonna make some bad plays. We saw some today. But you know what? He attacked the ball a lot more than we've seen him yep. do before. He can we all see he can shoot the three well. I think just give him some yep. time and I think he can do something for us. If we need the backup minutes with especially with Dennis Schroeder. I kind of think him and Dennis can play a little bit the same. So I think having that same consistent. That's
2: card, it's going to be helpful. That's, um, if anybody has any, I know something like the Malachi stuff can be pretty polarizing. Like when people talk about Malachi, they're like, here's thanks, you know, or they're like, hey, come on, like one more year. Let's see if he has it. Before we move on, I kind of want to talk about defense and not just Scotty, but team wide defense. Before we do that, any Malachi thoughts?
7: I think, I think that this Darko system could play into his hand. I saw a couple of times he's catching the ball and immediately with the, the .5 yeah. offense, he's attacking. There was a couple of times where he was drawing in multiple defenders yeah. and he was able to make a couple nice kicks. Yeah. But then you see the bad with Malachi playing as well where, you know, he dribbles into traffic and it's stolen or he makes the bad pass. But I think he's shown flashes. And you know what? Hey, it's the first game of the season.
3: Patience.
7: Patience. <laughs> Patience. I, I'm a Malachi believer. I think he can possibly
2: do something this year. That's Fingers are crossed. Yeah. The Raptors need... Some punch from the guards on the roster. Any Malachi thoughts?
4: No, because uh, I'm just reading comments again, and I know some people are saying patience. It's been like two to three years and stuff like that. I'm just giving him a clean. <laughs> I, get, I would beg to give Malachi a clean slate under a new coach, under a new system. Obviously, like Mike just said, you know, playing under Nick Nurse with a shortened rotation, a lot of guys' confidence was shot. I would, I think Boucher a little bit adds to that as well. But I just think you have to give him a new a, a clean slate and a new system. That's he also, all I'm saying. That's all he, I'm saying.
2: He makes four million dollars. He's the first round draft pick. They made this decision last year. Yeah. They they like the everyone was like, Oh, Scotty got his contract guaranteed today for next year. Like that they made this decision a long time ago.
8: Yeah.
2: Malikai, we've seen the shooting upside. He's got five to seven extra pounds of muscle reportedly to kind of help him. The, the tight defensive, like, getting around screens, you got to have weight. It might help. He's going to have a shot. And if it doesn't work out, then they go somewhere else. I want to talk about the defense. I think this is – now, I see some people, like, we have a, a comment, this is how you use six, nine guys on defense. I think that's correct. So what happens, this is also – he's now the NBA scout, team scout for the Grizzlies. His name is Hank Ward. He's a dear, dear friend of mine. He was obsessed with the Raptors when they first drafted Scotty because he loved the idea of a bunch of lengthy guys shrinking the floor defensively. And the Raptors tonight, most like a lot of the points they allowed offensive rebounds and post entries on a mismatch that they just so happened. But as far as like crowding driving lanes without giving up the strong side corner, making the spray to the weak side corner. The arc has to go high because you have to clear all these trees in the middle. And the compete level, for guys who are pretty big, like Pascal spent a decent amount of time on the perimeter dancing around screens, catching up. Dennis, yeah, he fell asleep on like three plays, but his point of attack stuff was brilliant, like skirting around screens, getting up ahead of them, or getting his arm in. Like the team defense was really fantastic, and they just did such a good job of letting their length multiply and compound any other thoughts on the defense after like 90 94 points is insane it's a lot of what we were looking for the,
3: the last year the last couple of years it seems as though like the raptors were playing into like several star players strengths they're able to understand there's a weak there's weak side trap coming their way we're gonna be able to hit hit our weak side role player and that's gonna lead to a scramble the greatest strength the raptors have is their length and their ability to cause chaos and now they're funneling everything towards their yep. their elite big d- defensive big into Scotty who can create havoc and, and create blocks and steals. I think it's going to be a lot tougher for defenses to create multiple rotations out of the team just simply because they can stay home because they have the length to recover when they're getting be- beat on screens, and also know that they have a big
2: and Jakob, precious yep. Scotty that can erase a lot of the mistakes that they make. So for anybody who wants the numbers, let's just run through them quick. The Wolves shot 59% at the rim. That is well below average. They shot 25.7% in the short mid-range, well below average. 36% in the long mid-range, fine. You have Anthony Edwards, that's average, but that's fine. From all, like the whole mid-range, 28%. Piece of cake. From the corner, they shot 12%. From above the break, they shot 30%. All threes, 26%. They held this team to such a poor shooting night, and they did a really good job of keeping the rim inaccessible. Like short mid-range, short mid-range, 35% of Minnesota shots came from the short mid-range. We've seen a team that shoots a lot of short mid-range shots last year, the year before. You don't want that. That's not the shot chart you want. Long mid-range, they took a ton. Like just using that length to funnel guys, keeping the length, stepping up to make sure that they don't get all the way This is, it might look a little different and the team is built a little different, but as far as like the types of shots you want to take away, the types of shots you want to incentivize, this is modern NBA basketball. This is elite modern defense. This was fantastic. So no
4: more, no more open corner threes.
2: This was something that the Raptors did better (laughs) at the end of last year. Once they got Jakob, they could stay home, but it was what I talked to Darko about on media day. Hey, the defense, man, what's going on? He's like, no more corner threes, we're over that. No more paint touches, we're over that. That's great. We also, we have a donation. I'm not much of a live streamer. I, this doesn't happen often. From from Ali, Des, gave a donation. Great stream, guys. I'm new, look forward to more. My brother, Thank we're you. here. We're going to be here a lot. Thank you so much for hopping on. Guys, does anybody have any hot takes after this game? This is what I want to know about.
6: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have a hot take. Necessarily, but I think as we were watching the game, I think we all wanted to see Pascal just handle the ball a little bit more. So I think if anything, I want to see some plays finish with Pascal more. That's what I said. It's not really a hot take, but kind of what I want to see more. And like we all said, we all agree, give Malachi some time. Okay, believe in Malachi.
4: Okay, I don't think we've touched on Gary yet, or yep. since I sat down. Go ahead.
2: Um we're
9: go big arrow. Keep going. going. Go
2: go ahead. Big thank you to Cody. Stay tuned for more of his work with Raptors Republic this season. Thank you, Cody.
4: So about Gary, um, this is not new. This is not new, and obviously Gary's a guy comes off the bench, instant offense, get buckets, uh, plays the floor, get some threes. You know, you saw some improved playmaking in the preseason as well. But about the playmaking, I just want him to look up in fast uh, in fast break (laughs) situations. There is two two, two off the top of my head, two instances, one in each half where it was an easy pass up court that we could have got a fast break layup. And the transition offense was great as is. But it's just like when Gary has the ball handling in transition, you don't know if he's going to make that pass. Yeah. And it might just screw up the whole tra- uh, fast break. And this is year three, year three, I think, of seeing that. With the Raptors, just, yeah. So it's just like at some point I just – I wanted. to – tunnel vision to, like, get a little bit wider when right. it comes to well, um, handling I the I do transition. want to say, sorry. That's just the yeah. one thing I want to bring I up. I
9: will say that since last season till now, the Gary Trent of last year with Darko has done something where he is willing to pass the ball way more frequently. Yeah, and I've noticed that. He, so. he gets off I'm it quicker. Missing, like Exactly the point. Like, last year, I would have put my left blank on the table to ask that man to pass the ball and he has somehow this preseason shown his ability to be willing to let it go even if he had the shot and so like that has been the biggest surprise of Darko on this team for me was Gary's willingness to pass the ball
4: I've even seen um, in the preseason games he was even running some uh, running some pick and roll yeah. which is something I wasn't really expecting. Like the, the empty last side night, passes were great.
9: Yeah. Last night, Devin Booker on the last play on that like little push off to Nurkic, he beat the tag, man. Great, Except great pass. If Gary can get to that level of read, oh, well, that, oh we are right. Oh, know. forget the shooting, just the passing part. Like yeah. it's the reading ability off the move. Nick didn't empower him enough, in my opinion. I think Darko's going to do that. And like I'm pretty sure we've all heard that Darko has talked way more or Gary has talked way more to Darko than he ever did Nick. Yep. That alone makes me hopeful that like Gary well, is going to grow.
2: A big thing is that this was something that was something I looked at in Gary's second, you know, like the first season and a half cuz he came in 2021, his best stretch of playmaking was like around 4 assists per game for 2 weeks and most of the reads came in dribble handoff situations. A lot of empty side where he draws the step up from the big. He can make that little check down pass to the to his roller. And in the Darko offense, that's supposed to... Yeah, he has, of course, so much gravity. Like, he went two of eight tonight. He didn't shoot the ball well. But he had two assists, and he kept the ball moving. Gary, the big thing is, like, you're always going to see some ebbs and flows with the shooting. It's about the in-between. Cam, we have you here tonight. Talk some hoops. Um... Here we are. Big big takeaways from the Raptors game. Here we are. Well, what I'm taking away yeah. is this beautiful
10: lunchbox. You can see oh, yeah. it on the stream. Chris Bosch, CB4, the Raptor. This must be from, what, 2007? It's it's an old school, yeah. It's an old school metal lunchbox. It's beautiful. I feel like I'm six years old again, hopping yeah. in puddles, you know, dribbling my giant basketball that's too big for me. Yeah. Dunking on the Fisher-Price hoop. That's right. Uh, but in terms of the game... What I really noticed, of course, the, the blocks from Scottie, Yeah. Everyone can talk about the nature of the way he got those blocks. Reminds me of some of the more successful stretches of not last year, but the year before. That's right. When it was full vision 6-9 type of lineups. And you had almost the one the one guy halts the defender before he can get to his spot in the paint. Democratic the, rim protection. Exactly. The, the offensive player is forced to pull up, take a shot a little further out than he'd like. And meanwhile, behind the help defense comes to get the ball while it's in the air, almost a volleyball-style spike. Yeah. While the uh, the offensive player is obstructed by the length yep. of whoever the the other forward is usually. When I was so in Scotty was getting so many of those.
2: Yep. When I was in high school, we played a one-three-one defense, and the middle of the in the middle of the three, we had a six-foot-seven guy. I yeah. played the bottom, which means I'm running from corner to corner, yeah. and we used that. Totally. I was. Not a big guard, but I got a bunch of blocks because his name was Cody. He'd stand there six foot seven, guys would try to get around him, and I'd come out of the corner like bah! and that's that's Scotty man. Well, Scotty is just better at basketball than me and larger, and surely everyone gets this comparison. Holy moly, I'm sweating like crazy. It's right. a heater tonight. It's we're a sauna in here. Yeah.
9: I wanted to ask you. Yeah. You had your predictions up for Scotty's stat line.
2: Yes. What were your stocks? One block, one point two steals. I think that's, that's too low. Well you it's a really rare statistical it accomplishment.
9: It, it really is. But if you saw what he did tonight and you've seen what he's been capable of in the past. Yes.
2: He is a unique player yes. when it comes to being a defensive pest. It's possible I went too low because I was like going from point eight to one block, that's the jump you'd have to make. It's it seems small. But it's like 20 blocks over the. It's yeah. a it's a lot. So I was like, I don't know if he gets to like 100 blocks on the season, but if he's getting five a game, I mean, he'll probably be there in no time. Game one, it, five it, blocks, two steals. It like I seven. So I was gonna put like a 3.5 on the stock. <laughs> in my opinion. 3.5 would be insane. That's like that, like ben, defensive player like of the year ben Simmons, territory. Ben Simmons, like best season is like 1.0 or like 2.5 stocks, like 2.7.
1: 3.5 I'm gonna say is like to Scotty
2: Darko. Barnes is a better Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, of course. Hey, 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 brother. Hey, brother. Certainly. Ben Simmons got nothing on Scotty. But I'll say this much. There are going to be some games where the 17 he scored tonight, that's going to be tame. Maybe it's one block. Maybe it's zero. It's going to, like, shape into something. But tonight, like, we spent a good deal talking about it before you guys hopped on. His defense playing lower in the Raptors' scheme is Point a center. godsend just because everyone wants like the one through five defender just because the raptors talk about switching everything shut up play these guys where they're meant to be played lean into these guys advantages scotty is playing with a huge advantage making decisions as a low man it's i love him there he's just done a fantastic job yeah he he and precious they bossed the front court man like siakam was the guy stepping out on the perimeter more often of those guys but i think just their front court. Jakob, Precious, Pascal, scotty they really came together for a very impressive performance against Gobert. We did talk Boucher, yeah. yeah. Um, Somebody we didn't really talk about, and I want OG. We talked a little bit about him offensively, but as far as defense, the holistic, however you want to take it, OG.
9: I've been an OG fan since Indiana. So the fact he fell in that draft, I was crying on draft day. Yeah, right? Um, OG, I, I really do hope he can fill in that like 2A or B role on a given night. Yep. Um, whether he does it regularly, I'm worried about. Defensively, I think he is first team all defense, without question. Oh, yeah. And on a given night, if he is not even going to make his three-point shots, the fact that he will actually shoot them, is more important to me than him he's making the defending. shots. His defense alone is a plus. He can score 0 points, I could be happy. Any points he adds, I think will be phenomenal. But he is a 15 point career average player. So I don't see him really being worse than that. But tonight I don't think he's really sh- did anything It's spectacular.
2: It's the same thing. It's the same thing that happened last opening. Like, he had, like, what, 20 points, five assists against the Cavs. And it was just, like, the Raptors played a really strong game. When they play strong, they give OG chances to run out when they create three-point looks and cutting opportunities. Like, OG can cut and fill his way to, like, 24 points any given night. Sometimes that's not that available. In the preseason, the ball wasn't finding him that much. It was, like, eight points here, six points there. But it's just what the game affords him. He's not going to, like, take the possessions – and he's not a, a
9: ball hog, right? Yeah, he, doesn't, exactly. he, he doesn't
2: hold it. And so
9: the .5 offense that we've been espousing with Darko, I think is really going to show OG's value as a team player, right? He's been a team player from day one. There you go. Raptors oh, ring yeah. right there. Yes, Another ring. Uh, championship, championship ring.
4: what you want. What I win? Yeah. I won the Raptors fucking championship ring.
5: Best fucking prize mm-hmm. of
2: the night. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. And
5: shout out to the Raptors Republic team, Matt. Best analysis in the fucking league.
2: Samson. That's right. That is a That's whole group. That's
9: we
7: know watches every fucking video of Scotty Burns. Hey, hey, who, hey. Who does that? A madman.
2: A madman
6: watches that.
7: A madman likes
2: Samson here.
6: A madman wants all his voice.
2: Wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, do you have a hot take for you us? You need it a- the-
6: first. Yeah. All
2: right. Oh, double mic. Double uh, mic.
5: Keep the analytics, raise the pizzazz, fucking Raptors Republic, jazz, jazz. That's
7: gonna make any sense. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. All righty. Sure.
2: Do we? I think we're probably getting to the near the end of this. Uh, does anybody else have any hot takes they want to get off? Something you've been like, if I get on the platform, I'm gonna cook. Is there a moment? Is this the moment?
10: I don't know if it's the hottest, hottest take in the world, but I think. Whenever you win opening night, it's hard not to be over-optimistic, right? But when you see the theory of Dennis Schroeder working out, where he's zipping past his defender for an easy bucket, where he's hitting his threes, where you see the theory of OG Ananobi working out, where he's drilling his threes, he's locking guys down, the theory of Scotty Barnes getting the blocks, playing the defense, distributing as well. Pascal, we didn't see as much, but we know he can do it. We're at that stage where... You know, you can still, the optimism gets beaten out of you eventually, at least with some players. But I think what we saw tonight, that optimism is there. What we saw specifically, and here's the hot take, from Scotty and from Precious, we are maybe going to be able to bring back in a kernel of the success that we saw the year before last, where that theory of actually having those interchangeable guys on both ends can do something. So
2: for anybody listening, Cam has held true even in the most difficult times, I've had conversations with this. He has held true to vision six nine. If this comes to fruition, uh, the returns. This is like the the stock shorting. This is the housing market in two thousand eight. This is this out. is Mark Baum. That's that's what he's waiting for. Yeah, it would it would be really fun if it came back around. I don't know if it does, but as you say, the kernels they're really working out well. We have with us. Canada basketball's best writer, best analyst, Jonathan Chen with Raptors Republic. Jonathan, big takeaways from the Raptors game.
11: Um, I think, obviously, Scotty Barnes' is, um, defensive performance. Yeah. I think as, as a big more than kind of at the point of attack, I think that was like, what was it, five, five blocks. Um, and I, I think uh, Pascal, his uh, above-the-break threes, yeah, I think he hit three tonight. Three of them, right? yep. yeah.
2: And he and he had two circle the drain and pop out.
11: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if that keeps going throughout the year, then like maybe all of a sudden the spacing is okay. Um, maybe.
2: I think it's more likely that they just have to take those shots, yeah, exactly. and if they hit them, yeah. they hit them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just gotta shoot it, man. The ball yeah. comes to you. It's got the energy. You gotta put it up will say malachi flynn tonight
9: i really wish the best for him for now four years counting but,
2: this isn't gonna be good <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> no, no, no,
9: i listen I'm, a, I'm an optimist of a man so there are a few points where i don't know what that guy needs to do to learn to sh- just take the shot he is already a small guard and given his height there's very few opportunities when you have open looks Yep. The few times when he's had them tonight or he had them tonight he refused to really pull the trigger and it's just hesitation and like i don't know like the guy in summer league in pro ams puts up 70 points like he can speak, it's confidence yeah. and like i don't want to truly believe the whole selfishness nick nurse really screwed him over but i really wonder what has what does he need to do he's he, on the court now like he played way more minutes tonight And I anticipated him to
3: play. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the shooting just hasn't translated to where it needed to be. Like a big thing with him in college is that he shot similar to a Fred, for example, at such a high clip where teams were far more aggressive on him. And he isn't the necessary athlete to like get and get deep paint touches and utilize a rolling big. Mind you, the Raptors haven't had a great rolling big with him the whole time, but when he, he got a few paint touches over Rudy, Go- Rudy yeah. Gobert and didn't have
2: the athleticism yeah. to, to finish and over. The big the yeah. big thing, too, is that, like, you have to – if you're going to shoot 35%, which he shot last season, like, yeah. Malachi's on a roster and one of the only rosters in the league where his shooting is seen as surplus value. Yeah. If you're going to be on the team, you're going to get minutes – the one-three he made tonight, he was like four feet off the line stepping into it. That's why I shot it, because there wasn't a guy pressing up. It was just like, I'm comfortable to let it go. Jerome Chang! This guy is the king. This guy, um, for anybody who likes a lot of no-dunk stuff, like J.E. Skeets and Tasmela, um, he does a lot of their work, a lot of the production, okay. for anybody wondering. But here's Come the big here. thing. Holy smokes, it's Ferran and Keeks. <laughs> oh, wow! wow. Um, so anyway, anyway, what we're saying is like, Malachi. You if you're not gonna shoot like forty two percent, you need to have immense volume yeah. to make it work. So Malachi, I feel like we can bury that conversation, but
9: yeah. I will ask you guys don't bury him for the season. Hey think hey, Darko we're not burying give anybody. Him plenty of run. Yeah. I just hope we as it's a fan Malachi. base don't it's turn Malachi. vicious on it. It's it's right? Idea. Listen, last year the whole fan base turned on Fred for God knows what reason. I don't care. They certainly a,
2: did. The man <laughs>
9: Deserve some hate, but not as much. Malachi hasn't really done anything other than just yeah. be hesitant. Like, we need to support our fans, our, our team. As fans, we should be like behind every guy. 18th man, two way contracts. Right, Samson? That's Positivity. right. Positivity, liberty to the one. That's what is, right. What, what is the one above average
5: skill that Malachi has? The Being one above average skill. Being a
9: <laughs> redhead.
2: Being a redhead. Yep. Man. Okay. We have Jerome here. Matt Bonner would like a word about that one. <laughs> any, uh, any hot takes after game one? Yeah, we'll give it. Uh, hot takes? Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you gonna, you cook something up for us? Um, this is not the season to make a hot take for the Raptors.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. Like this is the season to be like lukewarm and happy about the situation,
2: it's- No?
3: Like, Ni- just, like, a out.
2: ninety-four, ninety-seven game, yeah. just, just vibes. Yeah. If you if you want Scotty scoring twenty and you're super upset about it, you can't enjoy five blocks. You know, no, you gotta no. take it. You gotta yeah. be on the beach of life, letting the waves wash over you. Okay. Yep. Okay.
8: this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna get to eat. We're gonna sweat out the last moments of the game, and sometimes we'll
2: pull out one. <laughs> That's wait, wait, wait. This sounds like lukewarm. Do you have a wins prediction?
3: The, explore, the
2: over-under before the season was 36.5. Over, yes. Sir. <laughs>
8: exactly.
2: It says
9: 82-0.
2: 44!
8: 44!
4: That's, that's, that's pretty good. optimistic. That's
2: a playoff. Yeah, that's a playoff. That, that's, and, and, that's, if we lost... 43, tonight. I would say. Okay, 43. I've said
11: 47. 47. That's optimistic. John? John? 40. Uh, I think I'll go like low 40, like maybe
2: 40 or 41. 40 even, or 41? Okay, but that's money. That's, that's hitting the over. Okay. That,
3: that's, 30, a okay. Wait, wait, that's, that's a play. That's a play appearance.
2: Yeah. we 43 or 1. I'm going to
6: go get that. No, I'm just going to end <laughs> it. I, I, I'm going to leave just now, but I want to end it. I told John... That I, I wanted, Yeah, we, I we wanted, want but, I just want to end it by saying yeah. make sure you follow Those Guys Sports. Uh, that's my YouTube channel. I've had Samson on. I've had uh, Blake Murphy on. I also had uh, Sean Woodley. So just make sure you follow me at Those Hell Guys yeah. Sports. I have to shout my... I'm going to have you on. Don't see. I'm going to message you or DM you. Yep. I have all the guys on. Raptors82.0. and 0, Let's go.
3: Nice. Raptors, thank you. Thank 0, you for coming, go. brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, so look, yes.
8: I feel like 82 doesn't sound insurmountable because there's it's only we there's, already,
3: only one 81 more. <laughs> hey, there's
9: 81, 81
3: to 81 go more. and we're one and zero. Yes, <laughs> yes. We have um, <laughs> one of my celebrity friends, Esfandi Behzadi, yeah, in the, the biggest building. Biggest man in the city. Yeah, the the most. That's oh, the, why can't you guys both be famous? We're,
5: we're gonna we're, let Spider-Man. Hello, be. hello. Yeah, Spider-Man. Be a, uh, Spider-Man can
3: be. give me your biggest takeaway from the game.
5: Uh biggest takeaway is this is the way the Raptors want to win. Mm -hmm. Uh, defense turning into offense transition buckets, absolutely destroying it in transition. Uh, I think, I think most of it is like just being able to hang your hat on your defense. Yep. Limiting a team to what? 94 points today. I think Minnesota is a really good team. They had to go through their like quirks and like figure things out. But ultimately when you limit a team like that to 94 points, you're able to score in transition like they did at will that's the way the Raptors are going to try to win games this year. The half court is going to look like that for a lot of times. But ultimately, if you're winning like that, you're winning like that. The big thing is, yes. and I, I wonder how you feel about them shooting forty percent from three today. I just, I don't know if that's going to happen it's, often.
3: It's, but I, you got to think it balances itself out. How often is the Raptors going to be 69, 69 points per hundred possessions, forty from three, and still less than hundred points? Yeah. I think the half-court offense increases a bit. The shooting goes down a little bit. It maybe. evens itself out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. There's there's no way we're the one, one percentile half-court offense the rest yeah, of the yeah, way.
5: I mean, look, it <laughs> they, they was, what, 75 points 69. per one of 69. Yeah, 69 points per one of possessions. It's just, yeah. the, like you said during the game, you're yeah. like, when they were trying to create advantages, they weren't even creating advantages. Yep.
3: Yeah. You need shooting. It you can't reinvent basketball. Like you can like pressure's getting the ball. The biggest still thing is staying, staying yeah. in the paint. Even if you're trying to create a split action, doing it with
5: a, a Scotty Barnes yeah. Pascal Siakam split action isn't yeah, actually the defense. Even in, the, in defense. the fourth, when we saw like the game starts to slow down, yeah. right? They're they're looking for Schroeder to be that guy to initiate because yep. they know pick and roll basketball is gonna create some kind of advantage. Whether it's for Schroeder, like he had that floater mid. I think it was like yep. late in the fourth. It didn't go down, but like you're gonna have to rely on that type of stuff in the half court to get something going. Um, that stuff later, man. Have a good one. How's this been? How you guys? How are you guys feeling about this? How was the game? It was good. Yeah. How was the crowd? The crowd was good. I mean, it's a home opening crowd. Yeah.
8: Right.
5: Yeah, yeah. 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 I like come
8: in with, like, was, was it loud? Like, loud? We couldn't
5: really hear it in here, but what was like the crowd loud? Yeah.
8: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't <laughs> do the what it, the pregame fireworks—they didn't. They didn't do them. it. They the, they the they didn't have the oh, oh got gotcha. gotcha. right, 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 right.
5: Yeah, this is fun. I hope everybody's having fun here. This is cool.
8: A lot of people here.
5: Okay. Um, yeah. No. Main takeaway I was just saying is like. Defense to offense, this is how they want to win. Yeah.
8: -hmm. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 And like, Pascal shot what, five of 17? Something like that, right? Yeah.
3: Scotty didn't shoot from the field well either.
5: You're not going to. Yeah, exactly. Didn't
9: really miss it. His shot selection, I thought, was like actually what we needed in the offense. Like, again, we shot 40% plus from three. Right. We need all them shots just <laughs> to make our offense functional. And we still didn't score over 100 points. So I am kind of concerned, given the frequency of teams scoring 120, 130. Our defense is going to hold them right? down.
5: Like, yep. They, they want sure, to make sure teams score less than 110 points a game. Less than 105 That's the formula. or something.
2: Right? And the, the big thing with Pascal is that he got a couple of those attempts blocked by Rudy. The one was definitely a goal ten. And he took his he took his attempts in transition. He took two mid-range jumpers, neither went in. But the the Wolves game having Gobert and Cat there, having a bunch of length guys like Kyle Anderson to throw length at his way. He didn't force the issue like you said. He took the shots he was supposed to. Sometimes the defensive game plan is going to dictate that a guy like Siakam is shooting more threes. Even Scotty took quite a few threes tonight, right? Like you can't keep trying to force it over Rudy Gilbert. He didn't. He took his attempts at the rim in transition mostly. He tried to find it with space. And then he made it count above the break on threes, which is exactly where they needed him to hit them. So, gonna about, was, I'm just going to ask you about that because
5: they took a lot of above the break threes. And they did a lot of that in the preseason too. It, do you think that's a recipe that they can replicate continuously? Because... Above the break is somewhere that they struggled last season, too. Yeah.
2: They were the third worst above-the-break three-point shooting team last season. Having a guy like Pascal, if he can shoot above-the-break threes, the ramifications are way more than just, like, a couple shots late in this game. It's drawing closeouts, making progressive reads, more straight-line drives. And as far as, like, are they going to shoot as well from above the break every night as they did tonight? Absolutely not, is Pascal. Absolutely not. But this was a game against the Wolves with Gobert there and with Cat there. We talked about it on Paul Trey. It's like you you look at the schedule. You see, like, Philly. You see Minnesota. You see the Bulls. These are teams that just, like, pack the hell out of the paint and force you outside. He took the advice. Like, he tried to make it work. It wasn't happening. And... He had a bad shooting game, 5 of 17, but he had three triples. He was I, what, like three of six or three I of seven? I think it
3: molds well that you, they probably played the, one of the biggest teams they'll play the entire season and did not get
5: bullied. In his, in his, po- in, in his post game presser, Darko, Darko said that was the biggest team we'll probably face all year. So, like, they know that this matchup was a little bit more unique than what they might face regularly. But I don't know, man. I am I agree that the half-court offense is obviously going to be a question mark going forward. But if you can bank on defense turning into offense that yeah. can generate that many transition looks for you, and then you capitalize on the transition stuff, Better transition. you can, get, yeah, you can transition. get to a spot where it's manageable. Raptors last year were, what, 12th, 13th in offense? Yeah, 12th in offense. And that was that was despite them being the second worst, worst in half court yeah. offense in the league. I don't know. There I was, think there was a
9: play where I think Scotty got the block from behind, then on the fast break, the the touch pass to OG on the dunk. That that whole sequence of like three seconds, surmises the length and the advantage our length has on the wings, yeah, right? The passing ability from the wing, the speed those guys have to run, is incredible. Wait, wait hold and up, S. Defensively, like you said, like I said, defensively, our bread is going to be buttered on defense. If we can hold teams defensively sound, their worst nights of the week. Yep. Right. If we can be the worst team they face all week long, we will succeed this year, in my you, opinion. You gotta ask
8: them to be the best I, I just want to.
9: Yeah. Um, right, this, this is nothing Raptors related. Hot take: OG defensive player of the year.
2: Hey. I like hey. it. That's hey. hey. That's, not, that's not
8: terrible. That's not
3: that's
2: yeah. not terrible. You yeah, mentioned yeah. it. Didn't.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Hold um, them accountable. Um, this is not a Raptors take as much. It's just like a Raptors Republic. Uh, moment <laughs> take. Has anyone pointed out that this just looks like, like, no one can see it obviously on the stream, that this just looks like a wedding photo booth right now with, like, the oh, yeah. ring light and
2: everything? Hey! <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. great. Does anybody, before we wrap this up, have anything they want to say? Anything? Anyway,
11: yeah, it's a question to ask because um, he's a leader of the Nikhil Alexander Walker bandwagon. Ooh. Look, as a Canada basketball fan, I just want to know what were your thoughts tonight?
5: He had a, great summer. He, had
11: a <laughs> he great summer. he did have a great
5: summer. Hoop Goose actually messaged me privately and he said Nikhil Alexander Walker minus 17. Yeah, uh, it's tough, man. It, it's tough being on the nah bandwagon right well, now. It,
8: it makes you feel any better. Skeets over on no dunks okay. bangs The like you got to uh, invest in the not nah stop. So <laughs> you're not alone. You're okay. not alone.
5: Okay, I'm glad I'm not alone on yeah. the bandwagon. Yeah. Ultimately, I still believe I'm still rocking with it. Hey, he started today, right? Got to get into it. He missed a lot of like wide open corner threes. If he can hit those,
8: he'll eh, look a lot better. If somehow we shift to an international three this season, you're living, my
11: guy. I mean, he did become, like, a gunner for Canada um, in FIBA. And he, I think he still flashed. Like, I guess that one, like, nice, like, baseline pass, I think. Um, so he's always had that little more juice there. Um, and also more Canada basketball. I guess Chris Boucher didn't really play today.
5: Also I was I know I know it's crazy to ask, but I was really hoping Leonard Miller would get some kind of run, but
11: not. no. I, I was hoping there was like gonna be a blowout some way so that Leonard Miller could play. Um, no. he, he's gonna be I think he's gonna be a big part of the program right,
8: in the, in the future. Team Canada, let's go. All right.
2: To everybody listening, thank you for tuning in. If you ever wanna be part of one of these, Raptors Republic, a big part of this website. Yes, William Lewis here. He's he is the biggest voice in Canada basketball as far as like radio coverage, TV coverage. Yes, Blake Murphy was part of it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. A lot of the people Eric Kareen has written for Raptors Republic, out like Katie Heindl is from Raptors Republic. It's are before he went to St- Steve Dangle Podcast Network and The Score Raptors Republic. So many people got their start here. This is a community-based website. This is why we host events like this so people can come chop it up and so that we can help support writers of all different backgrounds in the industry. And that's kind of what we're trying to do. That's why we have the paywall. So we keep the website alive and keep people paid so they don't have to do unpaid internships so that people can actually have pay for what they do and what they work in an industry that won't pay them. This is why we do it. This is why we host things like this. Keep your eye out for the next one of these listeners. I hope you enjoyed your walk or your late-night listen, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thank you to Trey. Thank you to Jumpy Lime, Jerome Chang. Thank you to Jonathan. Thank you to Esfandiar. Thank you to Cody. Oh, my God. There's so many people who hopped on the podcast. Thank you to everybody for hopping in. That's about it. Raptors win 1-0 on our way to 82-0. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody. Let's have Thank a good you guys. night. That's it.